All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac podcast right here on 1010XL, of course, on Facebook Live and streaming on the relevant app. It's a great app. You got to check it out. Create your own vibe with about three simple steps. Talk about that a little bit later. Of course, a lot going, a lot going on in the world today. My gosh, thanks, Urban. I <laughs> let me. You know, I, I where do I start? Because it's just. You know, at the end of the day, do I really care? I I don't. I I care more about him. You know, you're zero and four, and you don't go home with the team. That's what really ticks me off. I mean, how do you leave your team? You just address. You just address the the media. How despondent you were. Oh, it's a heart- heartbreaker. What a heartbreaking loss. So devastated. We're all devastated in there. Okay, guys. You go home and I'm going to stay here and, you know, have some fun. My vacation is starting early. Hey, Urban, you don't deserve a vacation at 0-4, buddy. You know what you were doing with that woman? That's, look, that's between you and your wife and you and God, my friend. I got nothing to do with that. That's your freaking problem. I do have a little bit of a problem with the apology because I don't know if I buy the story. I don't know if I buy that story at all, to be honest with you. So, I don't know. You know, as far as the reaction from play, you're a professional, you know. He's not the first coach that's, you know, done things with his, not with his wife, okay. I could care less in that regard. I'm here to play. I'm here to win. I'm more concerned, you know, this, this, I'm more concerned with this commitment to excellence that we've heard from the beginning. You don't see it at all. You know, we're getting better. Great. Well, you know what? My grammar school got better over time. Actually, we only lost one game in five years, but that's another story. You know what? I don't care if they're getting better. They're 0-4. They're not very good. You know, it's different. Look, if they're 4-0 or even 3-1 or maybe even 2-2 two and two and you just beat Cincinnati and, you know, some of the guys are saying, hey, coach, do you mind if I just fly to Chicago or fly, you know, instead of going home? He might say, yeah, no problem. Not a big deal. But the coach doesn't go. The coach doesn't get to say, hey, I'm going to stay here and you guys go home. And I don't care if the team knew or not. That doesn't matter. That's not leadership. I mean, where is this so-called leader that he would leave his team like that? I don't care about what he does in his personal time. He's an idiot. He's a big dummy. It's all ego. He thinks he's a big shot who can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and get away with it. And you know what? Maybe he has up until now. I don't know. And, and, and what do you mean by get away with it? For the record, you're not firing him. Any talk of that is stupid. This isn't high school. This isn't college. This is the pros. Who gives a crap if the, 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 the coach is out gallivanting with other women? That's his problem. You're not firing him over that. I may fire him for not taking the flight home. That's what I may fire for if I'm shot, Con. Granted, that would be extreme, but I'd be pretty ticked off if I was him. By the way, the owner does, you know, pay for the charter. Maybe the head coach should, you know, Fly home just on that regard. By the way, like you couldn't have your private jet just waiting right there on the tarmac. You get off one plane, take a little limo drive to a private plane, and boom, you're back in Cincy humping somebody. 
You'd be there in no time. You don't leave your team. Shame on you. All ego, man. All ego. Mr. Big Shot. Mr. Commitment to Excellence. He must be all talk. He must be. I can't say that because it's a college record, but I don't know. Look, as far as the players are concerned, grow up. And they're not, I'm sure they are. I shouldn't even say that because nobody's complaining. I'm sure they don't care. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, that's your problem, buddy. That's your problem, not my problem. I'm here to play football. I'm here to win games. I'm here to do whatever it takes. I tell you what I question about this team is I don't know how many. I love watching Sunday NFL Countdown. I love watching. They had a, they had a thing about the Patriots. And, and Teddy Bruschi was on there talking about being an edger. I don't know if anybody saw that, but if not, go try to check it out. And what the culture was was be an edger. Be better than everybody else at everything that it takes to be successful as a football player. Film study, nutrition, conditioning, weightlifting, your practice, your performance in games, everything, like every bit of it. You, they, they, and, the, and the players would call each other out. Like, if they thought you left early, they'd be like, oh, you're leaving early today. Oh, aren't you big time? You don't, you don't have to study more film, I guess. You know everything. You know exactly what – and they would put that pressure on each other. Because think about this. This is the job. And the job is to win. And the job is to win championships. But you don't win championships by just showing up on Sunday and thinking your emotion or your swag or whatever is going to take over. Like you're just going to, oh, I could just go out and play. Oh, I could just, it's like, yeah, I play all the time. Like I did in college. I could just show up. It's different in the NFL. It's different. Every player, every single one needs to know every, every snap, everything that they're responsible for, everything that they could potentially see. I don't think they have that. I, I don't. I don't I don't think they have that. I think they get out of, I think they get out of whack. I do. I think they, they don't study enough. I don't think they know exactly what's going on as far as how to play a certain play. I went over it last time with that misdirection. That that play should have never happened. It went for a score. It should have never happened. It should have never happened. That tight end should have been covered. You shouldn't have been on the damn run fake so fast. You should have been shuffling instead of hauling ass. And again, I'm not putting it just on, uh, just on the one guy, but that that just showed, and it wasn't just him. They all went for the run fake. I mean, it was like sprint. Who could get there first without realizing? Hey, it's a bootleg. It's a misdirection. You gotta see it. You gotta look. You gotta notice. You see that tight end? He ain't blo- hey, by the way, he doesn't block anybody on the crossover. He just goes. You gotta see it backside especially. So I wonder if that's the – because this commitment to excellence, that's what it takes is the attention to detail. And what does that mean? Everything. This is Look, I, it's a sacrifice. You got the best – one of the best gigs in, in the whole world. It's one of your easiest gigs that you'll ever have. Trust me. Not now. Everyone's like, well, what do you mean? It's not easy. No, it's hard to get into the NFL. But once you get in and prove yourself, it's easy to stay in the NFL as long as your body holds up. It's easy. You keep performing. You keep going. You keep being a good guy in the locker room. You keep good having a good attitude. You'll play 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, whatever years. You'll play that. And guess what? Unless you've made that big money, unless you're a superstar that's going to go right on TV, you'll go into the real world. And let me tell you something. It's going to smack you in the mouth. 
Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. You go from here down to here as far as what you make. Now, you can build that up, there's no doubt, over time, but it is a total different scenario. That's why I tell guys, hey, play as long as you can. Get that money as long as you can. So when you're done, you can have the freedom to do what you want. You don't have to be forced into going to find a new career or figuring it out. That's the reality. But the job is the job. The sacrifice is the sacrifice. Every bit of your time during the season has got to be spent thinking about that team and your performance. Hey, I'm guilty of going out too much when I played. I did. I went out four nights a week. Granted, ask any of my teammates. Nobody worked harder and nobody knew more about the playbook than me. There might have been as much as me, but not more than me. I studied like crazy. I worked out like crazy. I came to play like crazy. Could I have gone, like, could I have cut it in half? Maybe. I was single. Yeah, well, you know, what am I going to do? If it's too bad I wasn't married. I would have been totally, what, I would have played 20 years. I'm just kidding. But that's the job, and I don't think you have it here. And I'm surprised because this commitment to excellence talk, that's what it takes, that commitment to every little thing about the game. I don't think they do it. I don't. That's got to change. Now, here's my problem with the team itself. Everyone's talking about getting better, getting better, getting better. The only thing that's really gotten better is the is is Trevor Lawrence's play and, and the offense in general and getting J-Rob involved in, in the, the success he's having. Our pass defense is a huge problem, humongous problem. Hey, look, against Cincinnati, great first half. Guess what? That's 30 out of 60. The second 30, another team went in at halftime and made adjustments to attack what? Not the running game. The pass defense, and it worked. Burrow scorched you in the second half. He smoked you. That guy's incredible. So is Herbert. They may be generational talent now. I'm not taking a knock on Trevor Moore. Got to wait to see what happens. But those two, wow, phenomenal. I love watching those guys play. But they have. Kyler Murray. Now, granted, Arizona's turned out to be a hell of a football team. They dismantled the Rams big time. And Murray, he's, he's playing at MVP level. There's no doubt about it. But what did they do? Aside from that first, first drive in the, half, in the first half, we stopped them. We, we controlled them. They didn't do much. Then what happened in the second half? They started picking us apart. Picking us apart. You, do you realize since the first preseason game, every passing offense has picked this defense apart, even when it was the second string? I know I've said that before. I'm reiterating it because that's the biggest issue. The run defense is really good. They're really good. They're giving about 100 they're giving up 106 yards a game, 106.3 a game. That's that's not bad. That's top 12, I think. That's not bad. Pass defense, I don't even have the yards. It's terrible. It's terrible. They can't stop anybody. They have no consistent pass rush. None. Where I mean, where are the guys? And if it's not, look, it's not Chase. He's barely playing. Smoot, I like Smoot, but he's got to do more. And if it's not him, who is it? Is it Jihad Ward? Who are you going to put there? Uh, McCray. McCray can rush the pass. You have to get a pass rush. These guys can't cover. I mean, they can cover, but they can't cover. You Think about it. That ball comes out in three seconds. If less, three seconds or less, if you get pressure. That means your guys only have to cover for three seconds or less. But when they have five seconds or seven, 
I know it sounds like nothing, but it's an eternity to cover somebody, especially when you're in man, especially when there's a broken down play. So you got to get rush. And where is it? Josh Allen is a great athlete. He's not a, a natural pass rusher. He's not. He tries hard. He works hard. He gets after it. He plays tough in the run game. But he doesn't have that natural bend. He doesn't. None of Neither one do. Those natural pass rushers, they know how to bend around that corner. They're almost like parallel to the – I can't bend like that while I'm trying to run full speed. When I'm static, I'm really flexible, so I could do that. But not coming around the corner. You're, you're. That's a special talent. That's a natural talent. All right, so we're on to Tennessee. Okay, listen. Look, you're not firing Urban, so forget about it. Just forget it. That, that's, that's his problem. The players got to play. Period. Forget it. I never put, look, with all due respect to the beloved Tom Coughlin, I love that man. I'd probably kill for that man if he asked me to. I never once said I'm going to win one for him. I didn't. That didn't mean I didn't want to win one for him. I wanted to win one for my team. My team becomes, my team comes before the coach. And at the pro level especially, in my opinion. That's how I'd approach it. So the players get over it. It's none of your freaking business anyway. All right, so on to the Tennessee Titans. I watched that Jet game, a good bit of it. Most of you probably did if you turned, if it was on CB, it was on CBS because they went to the game. Listen, not comparing that Zach Wilson's going to be a player. I was yelling at him though through the TV. He wouldn't step into a couple throws, thrown off the back foot, and you think you're going to get it. You just you don't get it there in the NFL. Sometimes you got to really heave it in there and throw your body into it. He could have put it that game away, no problem. They ended up winning that game. Tennessee, listen, um, Derrick Henry's a beast. Got to stop him. But their old line gave up seven sacks to the Jets. Man, they couldn't block any of them. Taylor Lewan, one of the top left tackles at one point in the, in, the, in the league, is not playing very well at all. Gave up five sacks to Chandler Jones earlier this year in one game. He got beat last Sunday. Not, not, not good there. But again, they're doing enough in the run game. To get Derrick Henry, I mean, this guy, those fourth down pitches, like, the guy's 245 and he beats people to the corner. That's sick. That's almost not fair. You got to get him early, man. You got to shoot a gap. You don't want to meet that guy. You've seen what he does to people. Gronk thought he threw somebody out of the club. He doesn't do anything compared to Derrick Henry. Henry throws them right out of the club on their ass. Every single time. I love that guy. Love him. He's phenomenal. Now, on the other side, uh, Wilson was only sacked once. So that D-line, Harold, they got after it a little bit, but they really handled him. I think the key here is will A.J. Brown or and or Julio Jones play this Sunday? They didn't play last Sunday. They've been hurt. If they play, it's not going to be good. Now, granted, points-wise – our defense gives up 28.8. They're giving up 27.8. So maybe it's going to be a close game. All I'm going to say to the players, Dram, you wanted to chime in. What's up, my man? How you doing? Hey, Tommy. How are you? I'm I was doing gonna, great. I was going to say, well, you're talking about Derrick Henry. Did you see our, our old boy, Quincy Williams, meet him in the hole? I did. Yeah. Now, Not Henry's, good enough for the Jags, but good enough for the Jets to Derrick start. Derrick still got, Henry still got the first down. Mm-hmm. But when have you seen one tackler knock Derrick Henry backwards? Yeah, like it was that? big. 
It was a big hit. It was unbelievable. He's a, hey, listen, he made a lot of plays. I know everyone's like, is that the kid? Yeah, that's the kid that, that's, that we let go. It, it took me a minute. I was like, wait, is that like like, Jet, like former Jack Quincy yeah. Williams? And I, I was I'll like, tell yeah, you what, I, you, you saw more than him on Sunday making plays for other teams. Nothing ticks me off more than that. Not good enough here. But, but starting on other teams that are that are okay. Right. Can't start here, but start for other teams. So, something else I wanted to say really quick while you're talking about it was that was Zach Wilson's best game so far as a pro. Oh, totally. And it's totally. because the Titans were very similar to the Jags. The Titans' worst position group is their secondary. Yeah. So you look for a game where where Trevor can really yeah, start to shine. Absolutely. And hope he'll probably have some time in the pocket. Uh, I, I I'm really curious to see how how the Jags offense plays this week. Yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, their their run defense, Tennessee's pretty good. They're at 90, 90 yards a game, ninety one point five. So that's really good too. So it'll be an interesting game. Look, it's going to be a battle. They're going to be fighting. Um, it's always physical. You know, one thing about Vrabel, he's kept that 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 uh, you know that that style of play. He's kept that that culture. We're tough. We're going to be physical. We may not win, but we're going to come and hit you. We're going to pound the rock. We got a big back that can take it. You know, all game long, he can take the beating. He'll beat you up. He'll wear you down. And Tannehill's pretty decent. I mean, Tannehill's a pretty decent quarterback. And if you don't get to him, again, Jets seven sacks. Jags. The Jets had seven sacks against Tannehill. Seven. I think you have seven on the year, maybe. Let's go. LFG. Wish I could say that word. Sound really good, wouldn't it? All right, that's going to do it for me. Oh, it's like it's like a soap opera down here as the world turns. <laughs> What's coming up next? I, I will say this. I, I hope the apology doesn't come back to haunt Urban. I'm just going to say that because there's other stuff out there that... May, may challenge his reasoning how it all went down. But again, that's not any of our biz. Too bad. I mean, herb, herbs. Seriously? I mean, video phone? Like, really? Really? That's ego, man. That's ego. You need to squash that. Ego could be a killer, bro. Could be a killer. All right, that'll do it for me. Here on Catching Up with Tommy Mac. The podcast right here on 1010XL, on their platform at 1010XL.com, on Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. And, of course, on the relevant app, live audio meets live interactive chat. Go download the free app and create a profile in three easy steps. And you can create your own vibe or you can check out. Just hit the Explore button and see all the phenomenal content that continues to come into the relevant app. R-E-L-E-V-N-T. Forget the A at the end. And you'll see that on Apple Store and on Google Play. All right, until next time, be safe, stay cool. we see you right here on the Catching Up with Tommy Mac podcast. Peace. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big-ass D and rock the masses from Madrid to Calabasas.